Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Radio with Gibby. It's your boy, Mark Gibbs. Gibbs, whatever you might know me by. You know, we back. We at it again. Still out here in San Antonio, Texas. Going to be doing it out here for a little bit. Coming live from the hotel room. That's what's up. So tonight, you know, we're doing it a little bit different tonight. It's almost 1015. It's 1014 right now. We just keeping it real cool. Keeping it real casual. Real laid back. Kind of like a kickback. But it's just me, you and the mic. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, anyways, tonight what we're going to do is I'm going to go ahead and talk about a few uh, things that I've seen during the week or basically answer some questions. Like I said, it's a kickback night. Got my beer, you know, a little bit of a drink, whatever the case may be, whatever you might drink, you know, just something to sip on. Nothing too heavy, you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit of uh, relaxing. And we're just going to talk about a couple of things that, you know, uh, I've seen during the week or stuff I've been asked during the week. So, Real kickback to something that you ride to, you know. Nothing uh too thought provoking. We just out here having a little bit of fun, you know, chilling out a little bit. So, anyways, uh, we'll go ahead and get it started. What we got today? All right, let's see. Let's look at some of these questions. Were you telling dad jokes before you were a dad? <laughs> Uh, that's one of my friends. Um, hey, so so the people who do know me, I have a son. Uh, shout out to Julian. He'll be one uh, coming up pretty soon. Um, so was I telling dad jokes before I was a dad? Yeah, man. I can't even lie about that. <laughs> I can't even lie about that, man. Like, I can sit here and try to be like I've been cool, smooth. You know, cool breeze, smooth gives, all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, man, that's just my personality. I've, I'm kind of a corny dude. Uh, I think dad jokes are kind of funny. Uh, what's really funny is when someone's not expecting you to tell a dad joke and you do. Like, let's keep it real. Like, we make fun of dad jokes, but dad jokes are kind of funny sometimes, like, at least in my opinion, maybe that's just coming from a guy who likes to tell them, but, <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man, I'm at that point now, you know what I'm saying, where I, I'm at the age where I'm not trying to change uh, my personality because, baby, I'm corny, like, I'm not going to change because I'm corny, like, I think I'm always going to be that way, Whoever I decide to be with in the future, that's just something she's going to have to accept about me. Like, hey, I'm kind of corny. That's just me. Hopefully, I don't throw you off with that too much. But, hey, I like to tell Jad jokes. I like to have fun. I like to see the funny part of, you know, most situations. Some situations, there's nothing funny to take out of it. Like, let's keep it real. But I try to keep things lighthearted. I used to be real, real serious back in the day. Uh, I've calmed down a lot. But uh, for the most part, that's just about part of my personality. Like, that ain't going to change. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to be that dude telling corny dad jokes. So get at me. If you got a funny joke, send it to me. Uh, maybe I'll go ahead and use it. Throw it in my arsenal. <laughs> All right. This comes from a post <laughs> that I saw this week. 
This is ridiculous. Like some of the stuff, some of the stuff I see on Facebook and Instagram, I want to meet the people who come up with this stuff because I feel like I'm at a point now to where I've matured to the point to where I can't come up with this stuff, but I find it entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like that fine line you're on when something is entertaining and it's funny, but you just like, yo, I ain't going to tell nobody that I was laughing at this. <laughs> like, or I ain't going to come up with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm kind of in that level now. And <laughs> this was stupid. It says, is she cut or dyed her hair after a breakup? Are you getting back together? Question mark. <laughs> yo, for real, this is what we're basing breakups off of now. Like, whether or not someone's getting back together. We're basing it off of the hairstyle. Like, can I say the same being a man that if I get my hair cut after a breakout breakup that I'm not getting with my my ex? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm bald head. If I get my beard trimmed when I grow my beard out, does that mean I'm not getting back with my ex? Yeah, I know it's different from a girl for a girl. So from a female as speaking on a girl dying or cutting her hair. And here's my thought on that, right? Whenever you have, in my opinion, at least in my experience, when when a woman goes about and does something like that where it's not her norm, um, where she if she has a lot of hair, she cuts it or dyes it like like a a real bright or real a color that stands out. Um, to me, at least the way it's been, it's been explained to me, she's making a statement. Um, you know, sometimes. You know, people will go and do something different just because they want to do something different. But, like, I have a friend, my last friend that I talked to, um, you know, recently, she cut her hair. She had long, thick, beautiful hair, natural girl. Um, and it basically came down to her cutting it because she was tired of people identifying her solely by her hair. She says, I have a name. I don't want to be called the girl. Hey, you with the long hair or that chick with the long hair. She had a name and she wanted to be identified by her name and known for who she was, not just because she had long, thick, pretty hair. And on top of that, you know, she she was real honest with me. She said, hey, it was getting expensive to maintain it because I'm natural. And on top of that, I always had to do something with it. So um, she cut her hair and, and it was her making a statement like, I am not my hair. My hair does not define me. Now, as far as we're talking about the end of a relationship or a breakup, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's straight up switching it up. Now, does that mean she's not going to get back with you because she cut or dye her hair? Well, it's not about you at that point in time, right? Not necessarily. She's making a statement for herself, and maybe her doing that is her way of moving forward or her way of, you know, doing something different because. I mean, let's keep it real when you, you sometimes you become stagnant and it takes a change to really make things different in your life. I mean, I don't want to run read too deep into this. I understand that hair is a, a very important part of a woman um, when it comes to and, and when I say it's a very important part of a woman, I mean, I, I'm not saying that you are your hair. I am saying that. At least for some women, um, 
you know, what they do to their hair is it's a very big thing for me. It's a big change, as with the, the case with my friend. So, um, hey, you know, doesn't necessarily mean y'all ain't get back together. But uh, if you're trying to get with her, you better start paying attention. You know what I'm saying? Because she's making some changes and she might not be worried about you, you know? I'm just saying. But the real question is, is why y'all break up in the first place? <laughs> That's the funny thing about Facebook memes, man. We don't really always ask the right. Facebook memes, Facebook and Instagram memes are so one-sided, right? They really are because they'll they'll make a statement or they'll say something. And there's no background context. There's no type of thought that goes into it. It's just a straight up statement. Bam, here it is. Like, like why they break up in the first place? Y'all talking about getting back together. Like, what y'all bringing up for to begin with? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't that deep, Gib. It ain't that deep. It's funny, man. I'm just saying, y'all know me by now. If you listening, you know me. Come on, man. All right. What's next? Most in most impressive NFL rookie. All right, y'all. So I didn't play fantasy football this year. I'm gonna keep it real. Um, so because I didn't play fantasy football, I'm not gonna sit here and say I necessarily have been keeping up with every rookie in the game. Um, and I love fantasy football. I've had pretty good success with it in the last couple of years. I started two years ago, my first time, made the playoffs. Last year, made the second round of playoffs. Looking at that data, uh, I guess historically, if I would have played again this year, historically, three years, and I'm saying historically, if I would have played again this year, I'd imagine I would have either won um, or came real close to winning based on the improvement that I've showed over the last couple of years. Um, or maybe it's the Andy Dalton, Ryan Tannehill effect when everybody's like, they're going to get better. But if you're a sports person, most impressive NFL rookie, uh, I'd have to say Baker Mayfield uh, just because I saw the game that he came in with. Now, I was rooting for Tyrod. Uh, you know me. I'm always going to go to root for the brothers, you know what I'm saying, especially when it comes back to the quarterback position. Uh, but it is all about who's doing better. He was injured. He got pulled out. Uh, I was annoyed by the fact that it seemed like um, I forgot who was doing the broadcasting that day, but it really seemed like they were really pushing for him to get pulled out early. And I thought that was a little biased. I thought that was a little unfair. But, hey, it's Tyrod Taylor. Whatever your thoughts are aren't on him or whether or not you thought he was going to get pulled, he got pulled. And Baker Mayfield came in there zipping that 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 ball, throwing it downfield. He's got an arm. He's impressive. I didn't watch mo- much of him. Uh, Where is he from? What, what he playing for? Oklahoma, I believe. I'm not a college football guy. You can get mad at me for that later. But uh, I didn't watch a ton of him in college. I'm familiar with him. But, I mean, the way he came in there and just stayed calm, commanded the offense, made great plays, you know, made calls at the line, uh, it was impressive to me. And, I mean, there are some other good rookies out there doing their thing. But to me right now, Baker, that was real impressive, uh, just the way he was able to come in there. And, I mean, let's keep it real, missed call and not by the refs. He led them to a comeback, and they won. And that's all I'd ask for from a rookie, you know. Now it's his rookie season. I'm not on the bandwagon. The only bandwagon I know that I was on uh, recently for rookies was Carson Wentz, and that's because I'm a Philly fan. And when he was a rookie, I knew he was going to be good. Uh, and I was on the 
the winch wagon, as they say. But as far as Baker, we all know how this story goes. They'll get film on him. He'll be a summer school project for these defensive coordinators and head coaches. And on top of that, uh, he's going to have to stay out of trouble. Um, we all know he's had a little bit of, you know, he's a little bit more on the flamboyant side of things when it comes to his personality. But nonetheless, we are talking about his athletic ability. He's the most impressive rookie to me. Uh, thoughts on the NFL, the the quarterback rule, the tackle rule, the sack rule. It's real simple, y'all. I'm not going to beat this one up either. Um, It's real simple. Sports are offensive, man. It, it It's become about offense. The, the love of the game has evolved around the flashiness and the flair and the ability for people to really show off. And it's been like that for basketball. It's been like that for football. It's why baseball is struggling. You know, there's really not much to to say to this other than the fact that um, it's all about offense. It really is. I mean, it's nice to see some defense, but let's keep it real. If you tune into a Thursday night, Monday night football game and the score is is three to, to six and we're in the third quarter and going on to the fourth quarter, most people are going to say it's a boring game, even if the offense is playing okay, but it's just been really, really great defense. I mean, it's about them touchdowns. It's about that dancing in the end zone. It's about that going up and grabbing a catch over something, splitting the defense over the top and and getting a score, slinging the ball in tight corners and tight windows, throwing the ball downfield 70, 80 yards. I mean, that's what makes football fun. Yes, sacks are fun as well. Um (laughs) I'm still, I mean, when you see a tackle, like I saw Brandon Cooks playing last night and I was like, damn, he's still alive <laughs> after that hit in the Super Bowl last year. Like, and I know that sounds kind of savage. Uh, I don't want anybody to get hurt, but he took a heck of a hit, a hell of a hit last year in that Super Bowl by Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins. And I was like, dang. And, I mean, he was out there catching uh, last night when I was watching the game with uh, Jared Goff. Shout out, man. That boy looking real nice in L.A. But as far as the tackle rule, man, it's about offense. And not only is it about that, it's about longevity for the game. They know the CTE thing has become an issue. Uh, Did I say that right? I said CTE. You know know what I'm talking about, the the concussion thing. Um, It's real. It's been proven. They know it's a thing. These athletes are putting their bodies on the line. And it's not going to be long before there is a big public outcry for them to completely restructure the game. We laugh about it being a two-hand tag game. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised that if in 10 years, if a defensive lineman is able to get to the quarterback and able to put his hands on the quarterback, I would not be surprised if they start blowing those plays dead. And essentially a sack to become a two-hand thing. 
But when I talk about it's about offense, we all know the offense is generated from the quarterback. We're not really in a get me a hundred yards a game run league anymore. These defenses, they they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. Um, it's not a run pound the ball league anymore the way it used to be. Um, it's about the quarterback getting it to those receivers. That's why your offensive line is so important. It's kind of a BS rule a little bit. They're asking for a lot, but they are looking at the longevity of the game. And as with anything, it sucks being a fan, being a viewer, especially when your team's the guy who's getting penalized, but it will keep the game running longer. Um, and, you know, you just wish that they kind of find a way to fit, make things a little bit better for the defensive linemen. But once again, these guys, they're getting bigger, they're getting stronger, they're getting faster. And on top of that, these defenses are getting more intricate. And if, if it gets too crazy, too far out of hand, I'm sure they'll they'll modify it in a way so that I, I can definitely see them coming up with some type of rule to blow the, the play deck. Because, I mean, between Cam Newton and Ben Roethlisberger, you're not going to be able to lightly take some of these guys down. They're going to shrug you off and fling the ball downfield. So, um, yeah, I don't want any injury or any harm to come uh, by anyone. Um, you know, it is a contact sport, though. And, uh, I mean, let's be real. We out here, we watching boxing. You know, we watch MMA. We still watch hockey. It's stuff out here like that. So, um, we'll just call it what it is. But, uh... Yeah, that hit last year in the Super Bowl on Brandon Cooks. Dang. Hey, man, I got respect for that dude being out there and running around. Because I'm going to tell you now, if I got hit like that, I'm hanging it up. Your boy ain't showing up. Send me my check in the mail. I'm going to hit the booth with Romo. And uh, I'll just be that guy who's giving my uh, game live com- commentation or whatever you want to call it because uh, that boy got lit. But, hey, he out there. Sometimes you got to bounce back, you know. So it is what it is. All right. Final question. Thoughts on Ella May, her song Trippin', and Jaquee doing the cover. <laughs> Hey, look, man. I like Jaquid, man. Um, I like LMA. I think Booed Up's a better song than Trippin'. Some would agree. That's just my opinion. Um, <laughs> it's, y'all, it's her, it's her work. Okay? And one thing y'all gotta look, y'all gotta understand about the the world we live in today is with social media and with streaming platforms and not only that but just it is so easy to make and put content out now i mean you essentially all you really need is is a laptop computer and you know he went as far as making a, a music video by the way uh, there's a lot that goes into this but i understand they're cool and i think that's the big thing um, the big thing is that they're still cool after this but that was her work he did a remix and he's been doing remixes for years I saw a video he did a a Chris Brown cover 
a remix of what was that song? Uh, yo, excuse me, excuse me, miss. Whatever the song's called, uh, yo. And uh, he did a whole video and everything. And the video was just like Chris Brown's video. And it was years ago. He was clearly a lot younger than he is now. But, I mean, this is what he's been doing. And he has made a following from it. But he's also got really good original content himself. He just wanted to do a remix. Because, you know, not only was it showing her love, but that's what we do. When there's a, a good song, people, they, they remix it unofficially. The problem is, is that his unofficial remix, his version, was gaining more traction than hers. And that takes away from her sales. And y'all, it's easy to talk about these people like they're not people. But these are people who they're doing this for a living. And that's their art. You don't want somebody taking your art, remixing it, or redoing what you do, whatever you put out, taking credit for your work, and then getting more credit for it. It was a money thing. He was getting more traction. And, and and honestly, I heard a little bit of the remix. I, I didn't see how it was drastically better than hers. It was different a little bit because he's singing it, but it's not like he completely remixed it. It was just his voice doing it, doing a different, you know, I mean, yeah, lyrics are different or whatever. But, you know, people, they bring up, well, you know, T-Pain, he did a remix to boot up. Yeah, but I mean, I don't even know what was that streaming because Jacquees's remix was streaming. So if you're talking about if it was streaming, he's big enough so that his streaming gets royalties, which means someone was getting paid. If it wasn't him, someone was. Some something someone was getting some type of money from that if he had it on streaming platforms. You know, there's nothing wrong. We do remixes all the time. People do challenges all the time. You know, I I, I follow a dude. Uh, shout out to Mantis, man, Jay Mantis. Uh, he freaking he remixes certain artist songs, and his versions sound nice too. But he's not on the level to where his remixes, although they are good, are going to take money out of someone's pocket. So nobody's come for him. You know, I believe uh, you know he'll be on that big stage one day. Shout out. Jay Mantis, man, keep doing your thing, brother. But yeah, I mean, come on, like for real, that's someone's work. You don't want somebody doing the same thing to you. And as consumers, we feel a certain type of way because we are the ones consuming the music. We're not profiting for it. And it's just like the same thing we say about everything, everybody else. Well, you make enough money, this, that, and the other. It ain't about that all the time. Stop worrying about what other people got in their pockets. They're here to entertain you. We're the one buying their music, their people. It's their art. It, you know, if he, you know, made a song and it was essentially the same song, copyright issue. I mean, y'all, y'all forgot that's the thing, man. Y'all forgot about trademarks and copywriting and and all that type of stuff. Like, there's still legal things that go into this music. We're just so used to it not being a thing because we got YouTube, we got Spotify, we got all this. It's easy. You know? It's easy to put stuff out there. So I don't feel some type of way. Cause, and the reason I bring uh, this came up because people are actually mad at, at LMA like she did something wrong. <laughs> like like she did something wrong for telling somebody to basically take, uh, or really from what I read, it wasn't even her. It was her team. Uh, the the people who are really in charge of her money 
her label, the execs, or however way that works, who came and, uh, you know, had that cease and desist. And I think I read something saying that someone saying it wasn't even her team. It was his team. It, it, there's a lot of he said, she said. Uh, I don't know what the official word, but someone in some place of power that deals with some type of money did a cease and desist. And we all mad at LMA. And Quay, Quez, Quez, Jaquez, Jaquez already came up. He already said they cool. He already said he did out of love. So I don't see what the big deal is. It's squashed. Why are people getting mad at her? It was her song. It is what it is, y'all. Enjoy the music. Don't get into other people's pockets. Come on, man. Let that girl be great. She doing her thing. She's giving us a good hit or two, depending on what your your style is, you know. She's been doing her thing for a long time. She's a good artist. And she's going to keep giving us better music and more music. So, I mean, just take that. You know, I like boot up. I like tripping. It is what it is. So, my thoughts on it, I mean, it is what it is, y'all. It's I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um just you know like i said you gotta keep in mind there's legal stuff with all this so yeah that's questions for the week or for the day i'm gonna try to make it a point to do this once a week we'll do our normal motivational good vibes positive podcast once a week and uh, we'll also try to put out a kickback podcast every week we'll try to aim for friday or saturdays but uh you know this one ran a little bit long but that's because we're having a little bit of fun with it. So for those of you who stuck it through to the end, I appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, I was going to be like, if you stuck it through halfway, I appreciate it too. But if you stuck it through halfway, you know, you wouldn't be listening to this unless you fast forward. And if you did that, if you fast forward, thanks for that too. But yeah, hey, y'all don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Gibby Speaks. That's G-I-B-B-Y underscore Speaks. S-P-E-A-K-S. Yeah, I had to spell that. So Gibby underscore speaks. If you got any questions, uh, send me a, a direct message there. If you want me to talk about something, but hit me up on that. And uh, you already know, if you want to get in contact with me, hit me up at careverse at gmail.com. That's K-A-R-E-Y-V-E-R-S-E at gmail.com. That's careverse at gmail.com. You already know we in it. We about it. Appreciate y'all for listening. And as I always say, I love to live life and live our shell. Y'all have a good night. Good morning. Whatever time it is you're listening to it. And thanks for sticking with me on Radio with Gibby. I'm out.